Jean Muir Show, 9.35 a.m. Calls, emails, texts, your take, the latest on the unrest, the continued unrest we are seeing in the United States. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text 79.49. And to respond to what our friend Attila and Kiwani said before that news break, he brought up the point about Black Lives Matter. And, of course, there has been no shortage of outrage from Black Lives Matter over some of the recent incidents we've seen, over uh, the tragic killing of George Floyd, which, again, rightful in that case because that, that was an inexcusable death at the hands of those police officers who, who must be criminally prosecuted for what they've done. And there's also been outrage from uh, Black Lives Matter over uh, what happened over the weekend in Atlanta with uh, Rayshard Brooks. Uh, you hear plenty about b- those incidents from Black Lives Matter. Uh, what you do not hear about often, if at all, from Black Lives Matter is so many of the other black deaths that take place in the United States. I, I mean, when was the last time you heard Black Lives Matter talking at length about... The killing of black individuals in various inner cities uh, at the hands of other black individuals. Uh, When do you hear about those fatal shootings? Uh, Black on black shootings, black on black deaths. When was the last time uh, you heard Black Lives Matter uh, go on some rant uh, about any of those deaths? Well, you don't hear about it. You don't hear anything about that from Black Lives Matter because they do not care about those black lives that are lost. When in reality, uh, those black lives that are lost are are just as important as the other black lives that are lost maybe at the hands of police officers. I I mean, all people's lives matter. All people's lives are equally important. So if they really cared uh, about black lives, they would be talking about all the black lives that are lost in various ways. But, of course, you don't hear that. You only hear about the ones that Black Lives Matter believes it can use to push a desired narrative, a political narrative. Which goes to show that this is not about looking out for the well-being of all black lives for Black Lives Matter. No, for them, rather, it's them trying to get what they want and them just trying to push this narrative, push this agenda, and only discussing the things that they believe would be beneficial to the agenda. Not discussing anything that would run contrary to that agenda. Uh, For example, seeing that last year alone in the United States, you had hundreds of black people dying uh, at the hands of other black civilians. Hundreds. Uh, Compare that to 10 being the number of black people who were shot unarmed by police. And in some circumstances, the police shootings were justified. In others, they were not. And the ones where they're not, obviously, those officers should be criminally prosecuted. In some cases, they are being criminally prosecuted. In the George Floyd case, obviously, criminally prosecute the officers. It was appalling what they did to George Floyd. But you had way more last year incidents of black people killing other black people. Uh, That is equally appalling as when you have a a cop wrongfully killing 
any individual, including a black person, and they should be discussed equally. But Black Lives Matter won't do it because, again, it's about pushing a narrative. It's not about actually looking out for black lives. Uh, we have uh, an email here writing, uh, Hi, John. Brooks falls asleep in a car in a Wendy's drive through The cops breathalyze him, finds that he is drunk, and then they attempt to conduct a simple arrest. Brooks struggles, resists arrest, takes a taser, and then fires the taser at a cop, runs and gets shot. The police officer did his job, and now he's fired for doing his job. And then the Wendy's gets burned to the ground by an animal mob. And now this dead criminal is being worshipped by the community and the world. So an observation I will make. Now black people can do anything criminal and the police will be wrong if they intervene. If I was a cop, I would be looking for other work. Soon your immunity from prosecution will be gone or some people will start shooting at you thinking it's now okay. Signed B in Green Bay. Well, what happened in the Brooks case in Atlanta this weekend? Uh, yes, the officer did do his job. You had a criminal on the loose with a weapon posing a threat to the officers, uh, pointing the weapon at the officers, posing a threat to the community uh, if he gets away from the officers with that weapon. Uh, yes, the officer did his job. He ended the threat to the officers and to the community. So, you know, it varies case by case. You have to treat each case individually. In the Floyd case, the officers could not have been more wrong with what they did to that man. They killed that man, and again, they should be criminally prosecuted. But but that has no bearing whatsoever on this Brooks case. It's a totally separate instance, and you have to look at it as its own incident. And in this case, Brooks was a criminal. He was resisting arrest. He stole the weapon. He posed a threat to society. It was appropriate what the officer did. It's sad that it came to that, but it was Brooks' own actions that led to his death. The officer did what he needed to do. Now, when it comes to, you know, the criminal activity, and, and you mentioned be, uh, you know, the, the burning down of this Wendy's restaurant uh, over the weekend, uh, there there is no tolerance for this criminal activity. And, and it's... It's not just being engaged in by people of one skin color. By the way, you look at, at the riots, the criminal activity we've seen in those riots in cities throughout the United States in recent weeks. Uh, there have been people of all skin colors involved. I, I mean, I've watched it with my own two eyes. You you see the video and it's, yeah, it's people of all skin colors engaging in this. So, so you know, it, it can't be pinned on, on one race. No, uh, because there are people of all skin colors who are engaging in this criminal behavior, I, just as there are people of all skin colors who are not engaging in criminal behavior. Uh, but there are people, again, of all of all skin colors, who have spent recent weeks acting like what happened to George Floyd gives them the excuse to break whatever laws they want to break, uh, to, to do whatever they want to do. And, and no, that is not the case in reality. Uh, as tragic as it is what happened to George Floyd, that does not give anyone else in the United States the excuse to go breaking the law, engaging in criminal activity. Uh, that is still lawless behavior. There's no pass because there was one horrific instance taking place in Minneapolis. That does not give any of these people a pass. Every single person, you know, regardless of the motivation, regardless of their skin color, whatever, every single person who's been engaging in criminal activity during these riots, uh, they all, every last one of them, uh, need to be arrested, charged, and criminally prosecuted for what they've done. 
this sort of lawlessness cannot be tolerated in the United States. And just like the lawlessness that those officers uh, inflicted on George Floyd needs to be criminally prosecuted, uh, the lawlessness that we've seen from many individuals in this country in the wake uh, of Floyd's death, all of that criminal activity needs to be prosecuted as well. We are a nation of law and order. We must always remain a nation of law and order uh, for us to be able to have any sort of a prosperous future as a country. And at the end of the day, we must remember we are all Americans and we all should want our country to remain a nation of law and order. Uh, to the phone lines, we go to our friend Bill in Pickerel. What do you have for us today, Bill? Yes, good morning, John. Morning. I want to make two points this morning. The first one is when you hear the letters BLM, in my book, that means blue lives matter. Now, actually, all lives matter, to be honest with you. Every yes. life out there, mm -hmm. uh, anything, any, anyone with two legs, that life matters. That means everybody, and uh, even the unborn, even the babies, they, they all matter. Mm -hmm. But the second point I want to make to it is the fact that I can understand why 14 police officers resigned from the Minneapolis Police Department. You know what? When they see how they're being treated by the Democratic Party and the liberals and what have you, I would resign, too, if I was a cop. Who, to, who wants to go through that? Mm -hmm. Who wants? You know, the cops are the true victims here, believe it or not. They're the real victims here. They're out there trying to do a job, and they're being treated like, like the lowest form of life on the face of the earth. And you know what? If I were a cop, I'd resign yesterday. So the, the bottom line is, I can understand that. But that's really what I wanted to say this morning. Uh, God bless America, and uh, you guys take care now, okay? All right. right. Well, God bless you as well, Bill. Thank you very much for your call. And uh, it, it's simple. Like you said, all lives matter. You know, whether whether people have you know two legs or not, you know, of course, there are people who don't have both their legs for whatever reason. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's all-encompassing. All lives matter. And, and that's no knock on black people at all because encompassed in all lives of course are all black lives but it's, it doesn't just stop with saying that people of one skin color matter no just as black lives matter uh, white lives matter brown lives matter yellow lives matter red lives matter all lives matter and that is inclusive there should be nothing controversial about it that is saying that every life on this earth does matter and when you have lives ending, it is equally sad, uh, you know, regardless of uh, the circumstances of how that life was ended. I, I mean, this should not be controversial in the slightest. This is common sense stuff. But in today's day and age, there are people who insist on making it controversial. Clearly, they're not adhering to common sense. Clearly, they're not adhering to the collective interests of the United States and its population. All they're doing is trying to be divisive and push a message and force this self-serving message of theirs on others on this entire country. It's yet another thing in a federal election year that Trump detractors are trying to use against Trump with hopes of getting him out of office. Even though they know that based on what we've seen the past three plus years, Trump deserves to be reelected. It's in the best interests of the United States to reelect Trump. And they know that there's no reason that their Democrat party should be victorious in the elections because in the past three plus years, they haven't done a damn thing to improve life in the United States. All it's been is them selling out the United States for their own political interests. And because 
there's this hatred for Trump uh, because uh, it's an election year where these leftists know that their Democrat Party doesn't have a real appealing message to any patriotic American. Uh, they, they, they push these phony narratives. Uh, they, they push these phony narratives like, you know, racism's running rampant in Trump's United States and now violence is running rampant in Trump's United States. <laughs> no, the isolated instances of racism, again, throughout the political and racial spectrums. And, and when you look at the, the, the violence that's taking place in the United States, as we noted last week, it's not happening in every city in the United States. It's not happening in every corner of this country. The violence is largely happening in cities that are run by Democrats, that have been run by the Democrat Party for many years, if not many decades. It is those weak leaders and their weak policies uh, that, that has allowed all of this violence, all of this rioting, all this criminal activity to take place. Uh, you, you do not see the consistent problems in municipalities run by Republicans uh, that you're seeing in so many of these municipalities that are run by Democrats. That's because at the end of the day, there are at least Republicans out there who will fight for law and order. For Democrats, if they perceive someone to be their voter, they'll let them do whatever the hell they want. Uh, even if it means destroying your cities. And that cannot be tolerated. We cannot have officials putting their political expediency uh, ahead of this nation's survival. But that's what so many leaders of the Democrat Party are doing. No reason you should support that party. Uh, back to the phone lines. We go to uh, Dave in Green Bay. What do you have for us, Dave? Uh, explain the mindset of some of these people that we got. Okay, they talked to the mayor of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And she feels that these people aren't a threat. Oh, it's just a big loving, you know. And they're they're providing all these services to these people. You know, they didn't cut the power. They didn't cut their cell phone service. They're feeding these people, giving them everything they want, you know. And I was trying to, I had a discussion with a couple of liberals this past weekend. Oh, they're not hurting anything. I said, well, you know, let me put it in a way you can understand what if they broke into your house and took over? What would you do then? Would you continue to feed them and reward them? You know, who the hell sent these people an invitation anyway? If this thing continues out in Seattle, you're going to see it in other places of the country, and the police are not going to have any control whatsoever. It's all these democratically controlled you know, areas that they're having problems. We need to put a hand, you know, stop to it, put a stop to it now. Well, Dave, absolutely a stop needs to be put to it because, yes, if this continues in Seattle, there there are similar lawless people in other cities in this country that will view that as precedent and say, well, if they can get away and doing it in uh, leftist Seattle, then why can't we get away with doing it in leftist Chicago or leftist Milwaukee or, you know, what, whatever the city may be? So, yes, it needs to be put to a stop, and the precedent needs to be, no, this sort of crap will not be tolerated in the United States of America. I, I, I mean... That's the thing. These people are, they are lawless. They are rioters. They engaged in violent activity. They attacked police. They're going and attacking a police precinct. They take control of an area and say it's theirs. And the response from from the leaders of that city, people like Jenny Durkin, is, oh, sure, that's fine. You can do it. Oh, and by the way, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you stuff. We'll bring you a row of porta-potties and all this stuff. We'll take care of you. These people are saying that they took over an important part of your city. These people are, are shaking down residents and business owners. 
extorting these people for money. Your law-abiding constituents who you're supposed to care about, Jenny Durkin. Uh, I mean, but really, that's... Uh, that is today's Democrat Party in a nutshell. They they will even allow all of this lawless behavior we're seeing in the, the autonomous zone of Seattle just because they think it's going to help their party come election day. I mean, it, it is appalling. These people are not real leaders. They, they, they are not looking out for you, the average law-abiding taxpayer constituent. They are only out for themselves, which again, why would you reward that? Why would you reward this Democrat Party that is making your life worse, your fellow Americans' life worse, for their own gain? You don't see any of the benefit. Why would you support that Democrat Party? Uh, We need to go to break. More of your reactions on the other side of the break. It is 9.51. This is the John Muir Show.